This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. There's been a great deal of discussion about uh, prosecutions. Let's drag people to The Hague. Let's have some prosecutions. Uh, would Putin be one of those targets? Senator, he is uh, certainly guilty of prosecuting war crimes. He's certainly the leader of this illegal aggression. I, as I said... So it sounds like Senator the administration Clark would favor taking him to The Hague? As I said to Senator Cardin, we are now looking with our allies and partners and the Ukrainians at the appropriate judicial right. mechanism, and that would right. um, indicate the scope but of what if would you're, be covered. But if you're really thinking ultimately that there might be a peaceful settlement that doesn't involve unconditional surrender by the Russians or vice versa by the Ukrainians, um, you might at least put some thought into the fact that saying that he's guilty of, of war crimes and that it's a possibility he's going to The Hague, that it may make uh, any kind of settlement, peaceful settlement, or someone who is fighting a war less likely to, to prosecute a peace or to engage in peace talks if he thinks, hmm, if there's peace, we're, we're going to The Hague, you know, that there's going to be prosecutions. I'm not saying one way or another on the facts of whether there are war crimes. I'm just saying that if you say the leader of somebody in a war that you'd like to ultimately resolve is guilty of these things, I think it makes it very much less likely. I think it's a careless remark, and it's a remark that doesn't uh, really think fully through the ramifications of what you say. Because when you say that, I think you're basically saying this war is going to go on forever. And if, if you want to picture devastation, you see Ukraine now, in five years, it'll be worse. I mean, I don't imagine this getting better over the next five years, but if you preclude peace, I think you inevitably will make it worse. Senator, if I may, uh, I spent my life at the State Department. We never preclude peace. That's what we're about. I would cite the precedent of uh, Kosovo, of Bosnia, of Rwanda, where we have successfully supported wars winding down through diplomatic means while also pursuing We kind of, well, uh, just about unconditionally won, too, and we captured those people, or somebody captured them and gave them to us. I mean, that's what you would have to imagine, and I, I do think that you need to think through this, because I don't think you or the administration have, or anybody that's calling for prosecution of Putin uh, for war crimes and saying this is genocide and all of these things and saying it's the Holocaust, because once you say that, I think you make uh, peace less likely. Nothing, nothing of what I'm saying is to say anything Putin has done is justified. I'm just saying that if you're going to say these things, you're very less likely to have any kind of peaceful settlement. Okay, today McCarthy goes to the White House to talk about the debt ceiling and, and, and all of this. Um, and we got this escalation, massive escalation of the war in Ukraine. They're inextricably linked. And your economic, your economic well-being, you personally – your family, your children, your grandchildren, all of it are tied up in all of this. Um, 
And I take pride in the fact that we've been the voice of reason on this thing from the beginning, or even with President Trump and supporting President Trump back in 14 and 15, then on the campaign and then the White House. Uh, this gets the, to, the, to the hub of the administrative and the deep state and, and the problems here. Victoria Newland, uh, Darren, and I know, Darren, we're going to get to Nikki Haley in a second, but she's also part of the problem. Right. She's kind of a lightweight cheer. She would be what I call the high school cheerleader version. Victoria Newland is a heavyweight. Right. She she is a hammer. Uh, and she just said, I've spent my life at the State Department uh, working on peace. And in those examples she used. Right. One. She didn't mention Afghanistan or Iraq or the nine trillion dollars or the 10,000 war dead. By the way, when we talk about the war dead of you know eight to ten thousand. In Iraq and Afghanistan, we don't include the con- the contractors. Another fourteen or fifteen thousand, all of them Americans, and basically just uh, special forces guys, paramilitary kind of off the books, so they don't have to pay retirement and medical benefits. So they go to work for uh, you know all these contractors, uh, right? Like Blackwater and all these guys. But another so it's twenty five thousand war dead. It's twenty five thousand war dead, uh, and then fifty thousand casualties. That doesn't include the contractor casualties. Seventy five thousand. You got a hundred thousand casualties. Nine trillion dollars. She doesn't mention that, but this war, these warmongers, and Victoria Newland and Rand Paul sitting there. You know, is this? We're going. We're all sitting. There, we're talking war, war crimes here today in the Financial Times. You know, JD Vance had that amazing article, and because of this audience, remember, this audience, you determine how this is going to go, the weight of this audience, and the pressure you put on people, and it's working. To wit, the the cover of the Financial Times today: Brussels press to rein in promises. Fueling Ukraine fast-tracked EU hopes. This goes back to the color revolution. This goes back to 2014. This weekend, Jack Basobic and Raheem Kassam, and Raheem was on assignment for me back in 2014 when I was running Breitbart, and he was Breitbart London. That brought about Brexit with Nigel Farage, who Boris Johnson on, on Brett Baer yesterday accused – Boris Johnson sat there and accused Ni- the great Nigel Farage, who brought about Brexit, not Boris Johnson. I was there. Nigel, the day after we won, uh, Nigel said, hey, if it hadn't been for Breitbart London, right, this would have never happened, right? We were the platform because of Daily Telegraph and all these, all these uh, uh, essentially rhino Tories, right, weren't there, including Boris Johnson. And he accused Nigel Farage of being a Russian agent, a Russian spokesman for Putin. Right here they said the president – and one of the things is that uh, prospective Russian uh, – Russia, to prosecute Russians for war crimes – Right now, the capitals of Europe understand that the the right wing of the uh, of the Republican Party, the MAGA movement, the heart of the Republican Party, is saying full stop. Right on Tucker Carlson, on War Room, on others, on JD Vance, full stop. Come with a War Powers Declaration. Let's walk through the whole plan because when that happens, here's what the vote's going to be. Uh, the vote is no. The American people are going to be a hard no. But right there, you've got – this is – when you want to talk about the administrative state and the deep state, remember she was the one that Rand Paul – or uh, excuse me, um, Marco Rubio got talking about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Yeah, hello. Not just the anthrax lab down in Odessa. I'm talking about all the, all the bioweapons labs in, uh, in Ukraine. Victoria Nuland, uh, who, who is she? Why is she important? And why is she always profiled in Revolver News, Darren Beatty? Well, uh, by her own statements, she's been a longtime fixture within the State Department, within this specific apparatus that we call the Atlanticists, who are absolutely obsessed with politics in Eastern Europe and Russia. She's wanted regime change in Russia from, from day one, basically. 
Um, there was plans effectively to envelop Russia into broader Europe and like the rest of Europe to have Russia basically function as a vassal state of the United States geopolitically. And Putin disrupted those plans in a major way. And so Victoria Newland and others in this specific camp um, have made it their business and really their obsession to correct this great geopolitical um, uh, mistake, injustice in their view, and affect re regime change in Russia and, of course, all of Russia's sort of satellite states in Eastern Europe through the color revolution methodology in order to ensure that basically multipolarity doesn't solidify, doesn't become a thing. And she's been involved as, if not the architect, then she's certainly one of the key executioners when it comes to um, color revolution policy and methodology throughout Eastern Europe and throughout Ukraine. Um, and she's basically kind of neocon royalty in a way. She's married to one of the arch neoconservatives, Robert Kagan. Um, and, you know, from another great satirist, I hear that basically the only thing she truly has to recommend herself is that she makes great pastrami sandwiches. And maybe in a more serious country, that's what she would do. And maybe she could open up a deli or at least serve them to her henpecked husband. But instead, what we have is this situation where yeah. we have a frothing mad woman who's intent on very dangerous foreign policy course. And as Rand Paul said, this is not a joke. This is the kind of stuff that can lead to the escalation um, uh, on a calamitous magnitude. And so we need to be very careful about what she's saying. Look, 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 let's, look. First off, she, she's from her parent or grandparents or whatever from Ukraine. You know, I'm right. Irish. You don't see me. Have you ever, never on this show ever, ever, have you ever heard me say about the, uh, about any of the issues in Ireland, right? No, no zero. This is the United States of America. It's our interest first, Right. Um, they're all, and they're obsessed with this. They're obsessed with taking down Russia. Remember, Russia are, are the Russian people and the Chinese people are our allies. They have been our allies in the entire 20th century. They've had the Bolsheviks and the, and the Soviets and the communists and the KGB. You know, Putin is a bad hombre. He's got a lot of bad hombres around him. But what they're trying to do is escalate this. This is the whole thing with the tanks and the jets and everything like that. They're trying to now pivot they they sold you hey we gotta send the tanks that's a whole different type of warfare now you're gonna have maneuver warfare combined arms you gotta have jets and guess what all of a sudden victoria newland's people saying we're there to liberate crimea we went from defend ukraine to liberate crimea now all of a sudden and this is all the great intelligence apparatus we got and all the hearings are up there whoops hey Putin, who I thought was near surrender, you know, I've been told he's near surrender every day, uh, Darren, near surrender. The economy's going to collapse and people are going to overthrow him. They're trying to poison him every day. Uh, oh, no, they they have 300,000 to 700,000 troops massing on the Ukraine border for a winter offensive. Now you're going to have panic oh. mode. All all you're going to hear now is you got to send you got to center the 101st Airborne sitting in Romania. By the way, on the 80th anniversary, let me just remind everybody, 
when the German army, when the 6th Army surrenders, the reason that their colleagues, the Romanian army that was on their left flank, had collapsed. So when you talk about your Romania, you're talking about other guys that have been had thrown in with the Nazis before in the past, okay? you got the 101st Airborne on the border of Ukraine, and they're going to be begging. You're going to have combat troops in there uh, so fast to make your heads from They're going to say, Kiev's going to fall. It's going to be terrible. All these women and children, this is terrible. They need to be saved. They need to be saved. And you're going to have it. You're going to be guilt-tripped. You're the worst person on earth. You, you are heartless, mean people because these Russian barbarians are in there, and now they're attacking Kiev. This has all been promulgated. The forty to 50,000 dead women and children, the civilians that the Pentagon says, 100% the blood is on the hands of the Victoria Newlands of the world. Mersheimer at Chicago laid this out, as you know, uh, being a, uh, a graduate of that August institution. He laid it out. The Ukrainian people being, la- being led down the primrose path to their own destruction as pawns of the uniparty elite from, from Munich to Davos to Brussels to the city of London to Wall Street to Washington, D.C. Darren Beatty, your assessment. Well, um, I agree. I think it's it's a very dangerous course, and it really has nothing to do with the best interests of Ukraine either. All it does is serve to prolong the devastation there. Um, people people dying, people starving, people, you know, the, the electricity situation there. The whole thing is a huge disaster. And I guess, you know, it's it just adds to the tragedy of it all that all of this incredible aid that's being shipped over there, that does nothing for them. All it does is it enriches our defense contractors, maybe a handful of corrupt um, oligarchs in that country. It doesn't help anything. All it does is prolong a conflict, prolong the death, prolong the destruction. People like Victoria Newland, they don't have the interests of Ukraine in mind. They don't have the interest, frankly, of the United States in mind. The only interest they have in mind are to consolidate and perpetuate the power of this small group of crooks that have exercised disproportionate level of influence over the U.S. for a very long time. And she certainly belongs in that category. And it's a very dangerous thing. And I commend Rand Paul for calling her out on it. He's, okay, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. Up on Revolver right now is an incredible piece about Nikki Haley, one of the cheerleaders of all this. Now she wants to be the commander-in-chief. We'll get to the bottom of that next with Darren Beatty of Revolver in the War Room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau 
and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome back. I uh, want to go to back to Darren B. Darren, Nikki Haley, uh, she's part of this whole mess, correct? Absolutely. You know, to, to do full justice to Nikki Haley would probably take us multiple hours, but we have a very hard-hitting piece right up the top of Revolver News um, to honor Nikki Haley's announcement that she's, in fact, running for president, competing with Donald Trump. And it's interesting to see all of these sort of neocon types flirt with running against Trump. It's as though they learned nothing from 2016. 2016, by the way, when Nikki Haley, among other things, one of the most charming things she ever did was compare Donald Trump to the um, the uh, terrorist killer Dylan Roof, who shot up an African American church, Nikki Haley compared Donald Trump to Dylan Roof because Donald Trump wanted to uh, uh, address America's immigration problem. That's the kind of woman we're dealing with. Um, she's been, you know, politically correct, bowing to the politically correct agenda for a long time, as many people in South Carolina know. In fact, most people in South Carolina know it. Um, she's like you would expect from the neocon variety, people like Bolton, people like um, uh, Mike Pompeo. She's obsessed with war in Iran, but not just Iran. She wants war everywhere, it seems. She's beholden to that kind of faction of politics, the one that wants war everywhere. And unlike Pompeo and Bolton, though, there is this always this sense that she can be packaged as something new and original, kind of like back in the day when the neocons tried to sell their agenda through Marco Rubio. You know, Ru you know people were thinking, oh, Jeb is the neocon because he's brothers with, with George W., but it was actually Marco Rubio at the time. Similarly, there's this sense, you know, only a dumb political consultant could believe this. Only an overpaid idiot consultant who gets paid like $40,000 a month for absolutely ridiculous out-of-touch positions could believe this. But there is a sense that, oh, Nikki Haley, she's kind of, she's a woman of color. She's exotic. Um, she can represent something new and original and forward-looking and all of this when really it's just repackaged neocon, warmongering, politically correct swamp slop that we've, you know, we've been force fed, you know, cycle after cycle. And about the swamp issue, I think it's important to note that she comes from South Carolina because we have this term, thanks to Donald Trump, this really effective and useful and accurate term called the swamp. But a lot of people don't understand that the swamp within the swamp is the South Carolina machine. The South Carolina political machine produces nothing but the worst type of con jobs imaginable. And that unfortunately includes Lindsey Graham, who is useful 
to a certain extent, which is why Trump's dealing with him. He's useful to a certain extent because of his relation to the swamp there. But Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley have been joined at the hip for a long time. It's all part of the same machine. And I think it's important for people to understand that. Yeah. She's not an authentic actor. She's not an independent yeah. actor. She's a creature of the swamp, and it's utterly transparent to just about everyone at this point. No, it's also part of the neocon warmongers. Um, you know, just keep the keep the to keep. Uh, let's have a trillion dollar uh, defense uh, a budget. Can't happen. We need a hundred billion dollar cut in defense. I can show you exactly how it can get done. Right? It's about right. commitments. It's not waste, fraud, and abuse. Don't mention waste, fraud, and abuse. That's ridiculous. Yes, there's waste, there's fraud, and abuse, all of it, but that's not. The thing itself, that's not to the heart of it. The heart right. of it is what these commitments are, commitments for right. social policy, commitments for far. I can cut one hundred billion dollars at the Defense Department and take down the CCP. We can remember unrestricted warfare means that cyber information war, political warfare and wait for it, economic warfare, are all part of the package. We don't need massive these massive budgets getting ready for kinetic war. Yes, you definitely need, you need the seventh fleet ready. You need to be ready to go. No doubt about it. Absolutely. But there's a smarter way to take down the Chinese communist party, cut them off from capital, capital markets and technology. They would collapse in a hundred days. And that's what Nikki Haley, these warmongers, these warmongers are, and that's what they are. They're warmongers. And And quite frankly, guys, I like, I, I respect Mike Pompeo a lot. He's a great guy, but man, they're so far off the rails in Ukraine. It's dead total, wrong. And here's totally the beauty. Controlled. We're, we're going to win. Totally Go ahead, controlled, sir. Totally controlled neocons. And you know what the beauty parlor is? And to a certain extent, I got to tip my hat off. And you know it just as well as I do. There is a certain species that operates within the swamp. Usually they have a pretty good suit. Sometimes they paid, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars to get their teeth done. So they have that one of these nice fake smiles that you see on, you know, on cable news a lot. And they have a nice suit. Maybe they belong to some club. And their IQ is never never exceeds 115 because they have to be able to relate to politicians. They need just a couple points above so that they can scam the even dumber politician by feeding into their ego. But it's this species of absolute, you know, vacuous, empty brained swamp creature. And they get like $40,000 a month for the the most mundane and ridiculous device you can imagine. And these are the people cashing in on the Nikki Haley thing. And the funny thing is now she's splitting the neocon swamp vote because John Bolton's already in there. Mike Pompeo's inching to get in there. So, you know, it's actually hilarious. It's actually good. It's perfect. That's what Trump's saying. Jump in. It's going to split 1%. Okay. How do I know the $40,000 a month sounds like a writer. sounds like a writer of a revolver. Uh, How do people get to revolver? How do they get to your social media? It's uh, revolver.news. We've got this absolutely brutal but necessary piece on Nikki Haley, um, yeah. among other really interesting things. We got something on Djokovic. That was a great segment with Cortez. I agree wholeheartedly. It's it's a shame yeah. what they did to him, but it's amazing. And uh, uh, Twitter at Darren J. Beattie, and we are hot, white hot on Getter at Revolver News. So check us out. Yeah. No, you are. Okay, bro. Thank you. Yeah, Djokovic. He's a world hero now. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Let's play. I want to play. Uh, thanks, Aaron. I want to play the uh, opening monologue last night from Jimmy Kimmel. Let's play that. We're bringing Mike Lindell. Tonight is my pillow night. The pillow apocalypse has begun all the way from 
Whatever planet he came from, Mr. MyPillow, Mike Lindell is here to finally answer the question, what if Ted Lasso was on the FBI watch list? <laughs> Mike, you know, was here once before a couple of years ago and he must have had fun because he's been very anxious to come back. Hey, Jimmy, how was your new year? I, I, I'd love to come on your show, Mr. Jimmy. I would like to talk to old Jimmy Kimmel again. I would love to come on your show, Jimmy. Uh, if you'd like me to come on your show, uh, here I am. Heck, I think we got our anniversary coming up, Jimmy. Um, so we could, that would be a good thing. We could do it. I'm in L.A. I'll be in L.A. I'm going to be here all week. I'll, I'll, I'll come on your show anytime, and I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'm saying, yes, Jimmy, I will come. Jimmy, you'd probably, you'd probably double your audience. I got new stuff, Jimmy. How about we get together, Jimmy? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy. 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 Call me up, Jimmy. Call me up. And tell me what time you want. I'll be there. Jimmy, I haven't heard from you. It's not funny anymore, right? Uh, no, it's still funny. It's, in fact, it kind of gets funnier as it goes on. But, but we missed Mike, so we accepted his request on one condition. I told Mike he's welcome on the show if he agreed to do the interview from inside a Dave and Buster's claw machine. And guess what? Jimmy Kimmel has uh, Mike Lindell, I don't know, round three or four. Thank you for doing, putting yourself through what Jimmy Kimmel's going to put you through, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And by the way, everybody, I'm going to be inside of a claw game, uh, inside of a, um, you know, where they, they grab the, the, the stuff because she doesn't want, you have to be vaccinated there, so he's good for his protection. No, well, hold on. I, I do want to make something clear. I did not insist that Mike be in a claw machine because he's not vaccinated. I insisted he be in a claw machine because it's hilarious. <laughs> this isn't a political statement. This is just for fun. Okay, many of the War Room Posse stayed up late last night, uh, way past their bedtime, myself included, to watch Jimmy Kimmel uh, live. want to thank Getter. We had it up uh, in a live stream. Thousands, I don't know, 10,000 people on there simultaneously watching. Uh, and commenting, Mike Lindell, uh, your thoughts and observations, sir. It was, uh, it, I wouldn't, I couldn't, I wouldn't have changed anything. I thought it came off amazing. Um, I was very surprised. I'm, by the way, I'm wearing my claw suit, Jimmy. I mean, I, I mean, Steve, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, but I told, I couldn't believe that the, the fake Mike, they found the same tie cross and everything that quick. None of that was scripted. People say, Mike, was that scripted? Did you know the questions ahead of time? I didn't have a clue. And uh, like the, he, the comebacks were, well, Mike, did you think that was a fair election? Are you going to accept that RNC election? I said, absolutely. There were no machines. It was a paper ballot and counted. No, it was uh, the interview. We're going to play, in fact, clips from that in the end was was very powerful. What um, it, what I was surprised at, he was open to uh, have a discussion about the machines and about the, the, the vote. And he complimented you at the end. I mean, he called yeah. Trump and Rudy and other people, oh, these are scam artists. But he said, you truly believe it. You could tell there's a level of respect there. We got about 30 seconds, Mike. What about that? Jimmy Kimmel actually respects uh, your opinion in this because he says you're a true believer. Yeah, no, he, he was awesome. We met, I met him backstage. He met his parents. He, uh, he, um, he, asked, he did ask about one thing about that. He said, well, Mike, wouldn't it take a long time to count the ballots? I said, Jimmy, you're a big fan of my show. Go to Frank's speech. Go to the Cause of America, Missouri, and look and check it out. We have the best hand counting system ever devised, and faster than the machines, and more accurate. Everything's better. So he uh, he was going to check it out. In France, they uh, they all do it in a couple of hours. Okay, Mike Lindell's with us. We're going to get back into look a little bit more 
of the Jimmy Kimmel. I think last time Mike was on it was 10 million hits on YouTube or some insane amount. I think this one's going to be the exact same. Short commercial break. Mike Lindell will join us on the other side. Friends, you have to be blind not to see what's going on around the world. We're facing worldwide chaos on a whole new level, and it could all hit home really quickly in the form of food shortages, not to mention sky-high prices for basic groceries. That's why so many people are stocking up on emergency food right now. This food stays fresh in long-term storage, so it's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company. And right now, they're knocking 200 bucks off their three-month emergency food kit. That's $200. Just go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com to get this kit. Your kit comes packed with delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough to feed one person for three solid months. Be sure to get one kit per person in your family so you don't run out. You'll save $200 per kit by going to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply wants to make it affordable for you to protect your family. So don't delay. You get free shipping also. Go to preparewithbannon.com, preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Characters who've come to prominence in the political era of Donald Trump. Our next guest is probably the most enthusiastic to help him overcome his debilitating fear of machines. We have installed him inside a claw machine for his interview tonight. And joining us now from the corner of Donkey Kong and Qbert, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Hello, Mike. Jimmy Crumble, is that you? It's me. <laughs> well, Mike. First question, Mike, is why do you think people don't take you seriously? Well, I, you know, I want to tell you this, Jimmy. Remember okay. when we were kids and uh, we questioned these carnival games, whether they were rigged or not? Yeah, right. But when, but when we spoke up back then, we didn't get sued, did we? No, that's right. Hey, Mike, get rid of that kid. Will you give him a toy or something like that? There you He's go. You got a winner. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. <laughs> Mike, I know that you're distrustful of machines. Now that you're inside one, do you feel differently? No, same thing. There are uh, computers can be rigged out there. Yeah, absolutely. In elections, you know that. Did you ask Donald Trump uh, whether you should do this or not? Do you run this sort of thing by him? No, I didn't, Jimmy. I did this all on my own. I wanted to be on your show. You, you, you know, you kept telling me to come on, but you, you know, I seen the monologue there. You said it's because to put me in here because I was wasn't vaccinated. You tricked me. You did it to be funny, huh? Yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't want you in there because you weren't vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even remember why I decided you should be in there. Just, <laughs> no, you said it on your show. It seemed like a good idea when it happened. I have to say, I was very surprised when you said you would do it. But you know, I put it out there, and so you said yes. So yeah. I, you know, I'm honoring that the, commitment um, that I made. On the- we, we, we've we've got an entire clip. The whole entire clip of that is is very funny, Mike. The, the question a lot of people had because we streamed it last night and want to thank Getter. Uh, obviously, since it's ABC's content, we had to take the thing down this morning. But we had a huge audience last night commenting, and I think uh, it's going to help Jimmy Kimmel because I think some people were interested enough they may follow it. Uh, I wasn't particularly enthusiastic. Particularly, they had a I think a twelve minute commercial 
block in the middle of the show. I've never seen anything uh-huh. like it. Um, uh-huh. but, but I noticed there wasn't a My Pillow ad in there. Uh, talk to us about it. People said, why would Mike do that? Why would Mike do that? Why, why do you go on to places like Jimmy Kimmel where they obviously like you and respect you, but they're trying to mock you for the audience? Why do you do it? It's very simple, Steve. We keep getting the word out and expanding and expanding out. People are looking for hope. And even if it was all in comedy there, if you read between the lines, people, I ran into some, a couple in a uh, restaurant the other day in Texas. And the one guy said, you know, we were just talking about you. We said, wonder what Mike Lindell's been up to. A lot of people that are out there, they're, if they're just watching Fox or other things, they're not seeing, they're not knowing what we're doing, still fighting to get rid of these electronic voting machines. And this expanded just like the last time everywhere. This expanded the audience. And Steve, by the way, I was there. People were climbing over the fences in California for pictures and autographs and questions. You keep fighting for our freedom. Keep fighting for our freedom. We went to a restaurant afterwards and they just kept coming. And these are people that probably voted Democrat back in the day and they're not going to do it again. Is that the reason you, you put yourself through this, is that this is a way to get to independents or Democrats, people that are not going to be see you on War Room or won't go to Lindell TV, at least, at least initially? You do this to get the word out, and if you can get 2% or 3% of the audience to follow up on it, then that's a victory? Well, you can't uh, – remember, you can't over uh, – you can't out um, – vote a machine so we want to get we want to get the word out to get these election platforms fixed in the next two years and we're and we've got great things going on in every state so it is to get the word out and also you know like uh, our great real president donald trump said that we get as much fixed as we can and then we override everything overrun it and uh, uh he gets back in and then, and then we fix the rest of it um, if we don't have elections and we have selections, we'll lose our country forever. So it was basically, I don't care what I do. I did a video before and I said, I'll gladly humiliate myself uh, if it helps save our country. This is what it's about. It's a sac- I'll make every sacrifice I can. Well, you can tell that uh, the Jimmy Kimmel, they have a lot of respect because, like I said, they get in there and they say, hey, you're a true believer on this about these machines. I want to pivot for a second. We're going to get back to Kimmel in a moment. But uh, Politico's leads, with everything going on, and for the audience today, we're going to be packed from 5 to 7. It is so packed. I mean, we didn't even get to the Oversight Committee, MTG, bringing up the uh, the murder of Ashley Babbitt. There's so much going on. Debt ceiling, Federal Reserve. I've never seen a news cycle like this. Uh, but in that news cycle, Mike Lindell, the lead story in Politico this morning, the lead story with everything going on in the world, the lead story is about uh, Senate candidates – and particularly potentially Kerry Lake in Arizona. But the real hit is that we can't, the Senate Leadership Fund is going to come into these races now in primaries because, you know, John Thune and Mitch McConnell says we can no longer have uh, these losers that are focused on basically election uh, integrity and election crimes. By the way, the power of the, of the thing last night was about the, uh, about the election crimes unit. Talk to us about that. Yeah, we're, uh, that's going to be formed very quickly. We've got, we've already had the, the foundation of it. It's going to be the election crime unit. Uh, it's going to have a lot of people behind it, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, resources behind it, and and it just got a lot more uh, credibility with this last week with the RNC. We're running for the RNC. Talk meeting with all them, and we have to. One of the things that, <clears throat> the narratives that we have to change is it's a complete lie that the people don't want. All these people that were cheated in the 2022 election 
from your Carrie Lakes, your Jim Marchants, your Mark Fincham, Matt DiPerno, Christina Caramo, they all had one thing in common. They were gonna fix our elections after they won. And so the, the media tries to switch and say, oh, you know, and same way with the Republicans are going, okay, let's let's switch, let's, we can't have candidates like that that wanna um, save our country. That's, uh, and so that narrative has to be changed. It's not true. The people want, one of the things on Jimmy Kimmel, the people wanted Mike Lindell, they voted in the Rasmussen thing, they wanted me to lead the RNC. But Steve, what they really wanted was not just me, they wanted what I stand for, to fix our elections. Everything manifests from stolen elections or from uh, the Uniparty controlling our elections so we don't get to, and it becomes selections then. And uh, so these, uh, that's a big, that's completely But what false. happens, but, but hang on, but what happens when in Politico, the Senate uh, guys are saying right now, that, and they use Arizona's specific case, they say, as Arizona goes, so goes the country. And they're specifically saying in Arizona what they're going to fight. They don't want anybody talking about. Here you're in the middle of a steal on Kerry Lake. They're in a trial, uh, you know, in a trial, and you have the apparatus of the Republican Party coming out. I mean, much more powerful than Rana and 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 that and that that kind of sad sack show we saw in um, in Dana Point. That was that was a disgrace to put that on national TV. That report looked like student council from junior high school meets theater club. It was embarrassing. But this is not those guys. These these are the heavies that put the big money up in back of the Senate. They're saying that Carrie Lake is not acceptable, and the reason she's not acceptable, the real one of the real reasons, because she's she's uh, understands the cartels' involvement in Arizona, and she understands the invasion of our southern border. But they're saying is because she's an election denier. What message do you have for John Thune, Mitch McConnell, and the heavyweight donors in back of the United States Senate, sir? They're disgusting. They have no idea. Either they have no clue or they're traitors. It's one or the other. That's the only thing I can think of, Steve, because there, there's every every one of the people do any poll. They want our elections fixed. They don't. It's the number one thing on people's that everyone you talk to in the street. I don't care if it's from California to New York. These people, it would be is that they're they're afraid you're in, We're getting into their territory. We're taking away that uniparty. And you're right. Arizona is the it's the. Um, I compare it to Georgia over there with Crook and Brad Rassenberger. These guys that are just, they're blockers. They're Republican blockers. And they're, it's this big swirl of, uh, of uh, hey, we're going to, we do this. And they think they're winning. They're not, Steve. We're winning. Well, 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 they're, so, they're, so, they're, so, they're so afraid. They're so afraid of Kerry Lake and you that they're pressing criminal charges. They're doing an investigation and press criminal charges on Kerry Lake for contesting yeah. this. And you know the thing's stolen. It's, it's, in, your, it's in your face. Yeah. Tell me about, before you play this thing at the end, tell me about the people that are there asking for autographs, calling offenses. Talk about the, the common man and woman in California that came up to you, yeah. sir, or before you got onto the this Jimmy was, Kimmel show. We pulled up. I, do my, I did my own driving. I didn't have this big security guy. Jimmy Kimmel's security was even surprised about that. They go, what? And I, as I pulled up, all these people, fans, hanging things over the fences. God, can we get your signature? They're climbing poles and fences and going, help save our country. Please keep keep fighting. Keep fighting. These are people in California. A lot of them wearing masks. A lot of them are still still mandatory places like Jimmy Kimmel Studio. And But these were, uh, and the paparazzi's at the other end and all the people coming out. It didn't matter. Restaurants in the street, all of them coming up. But the common theme was Keep fighting, help save our country. I would ask him, hey, did you did you vote? What did, who did you vote for? Did you vote uh, Democrat? 
Yes, and they said, but we're not anymore. We get it. They're starting to understand, wow. Steve. They're starting to get it. And this stuff that's went on the last two years, that's actually going to help us in the long run yeah. because I think people need an example of how bad it can be with a regime that's in power right now that is so horrible and destroying our country, opening them borders, letting the fentanyl in, and uh, people combining with people losing hope, and then an addiction. It's just uh, other things that are going on are horrible. But the people are it's bringing more and more people to the common sense, bu common sense bucket, which that the election crime unit, we're going after them head on. We're being proactive, Steve. We're going, we're going to start right down there in Arizona. That's the tip of the spear. We're going to fight. If we, if we lose the appeal, we're going to the Supreme Court. We're never stopping there with the Cary Lake. Those machines were bad on the front end. They're bad on the back end. Electronic phony machines. If we don't have, if we don't have law in our country, what are we here for? It's uh, and down in Arizona. They better start following our law and constitution. Mike, I'm going to ask you to hold through the break. I want to go. Let's play this clip right now. I'll play this clip, and then we're going to hold Mike through the break. we got Arthur Pavlosky also next. Let's go ahead and play this and go to break on this. Let's go ahead and play it. That you are convinced that there is some kind of a conspiracy or malfunction or whatever the case may be. I don't believe that Donald Trump believes that. I think Donald Trump is lying when he says he thinks the election was rigged. I think uh, Giuliani is lying when he says it. I think Kerry Lake is lying. I think for them, these are just excuses for losing an election. Uh, what do you say to that? Well, I say, um, Jimmy, no judge in the United States has looked at the evidence. They've all kicked the can on standing. No one has ever looked at the evidence based on merit. And isn't that, uh, I'm isn't just going to keep sounding the alarm until somebody looks at it. We gave it to the Facebook fact checkers, Alan Duke. He looked at it and he won't. Now he just went away because he knows it was true. But the I Supreme say to you, Court. Jimmy, I'll give I'll give the evidence to you. We'll okay. come back two months later. I'll pay for your cyber guy if the, if the show can't afford it. Well, well, <laughs> we'll have him check it out. You know, you're getting a big audience tonight, so you could afford it. Mike, bring, I'll bring Mike you, the you see that? You see you that little girl with, the, the show. with that little girl with the overalls on? That's our cyber guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking yeah. good. I really would. <laughs> How much has this crusade cost you personally, Mike? Uh, over 40 million, and that's counting building your great network you watch all the time, Jimmy that's right. Lindell TV. That's part of the cost. I'm your number one fan. Yes, that's you for are. sure. There's no question about that. You, uh, your my pillows used to be in Costco. They used to be in Walmart. They used to be in Hello. Macy's, Bed Bath and Beyond, etc. Right Where the heck are they? Hello? Is anybody? Where the heck is they? Oh. Oh. oh my goodness! It's another Mike Lindell. It's Jimmy Crumble. I can't handle it right now. I don't got time for you. I'm looking for the law offices of David Busters. Well, no, Mike. David Busters isn't a law firm. It's uh, like a Chuck E. Cheese for adults who enjoy wrestling. Well, I'm being sued for $1.3 billion, and I need some representation. So it's right, right here in the law. So... <laughs> Play. <laughs> you, Mike, you agreed to be, well, one of the mics agreed to be interviewed in the claw machine, so. I knew it! It's a machine! It's the Antifa Chinese devil crazies, and they trapped me inside. Don't worry, you sweet boy. I got, I got a pillowcase full of quarters right here. Here, try, here, try the machine. 
Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. You can't put, they take oh. credit cards. They don't take um, pillowcases, uh, Mike. I'm self sorry. Self-defense. It's just a self-defense technique. Okay, all right. Um, I'm not going to use no Mike, it, it, was, it was an incredible, it was an incredible, incredible uh, hit last night with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and I will either have you on tonight or maybe tomorrow because I want to go through the whole thing because it was quite powerful how you got the word out about machines, and you're not going to back down. You can tell Kimmel's got the respect for you, asking, you know, you're sincere, uh, other people aren't, but, you know, that's him because he's a left-wing Democrat. Uh, while we got you, we got a minute. Talk to me about this massive launch on MyPillow 2.0. People don't realize all the time, you know, this is kind of your side hustle. I understand right. it's for the country and you're saving the country and everything, but you, you've got a massive business to run with thousands of employees. Uh, walk, right. walk us through uh, MyPillow 2.0. Uh, thank you for letting me talk about that because that's been that's so important because uh, uh, they, we, we've lost all the box stores like uh, like Jimmy said or most of them and uh, but we we've been working on this for over a year. Uh, sleep is about height uh, and the right height of staying there. Everybody wants soft, but you want it to stay there and temperature. Well, they didn't have this technology back when I invented my pillow, and it's temperature regulating. Uh, it's a temperature regulating fabric, actually a thread. And we combine that. I had them work on it for months to make the most amazing fabric that goes over the MyPillow's patented fill. And we have the MyPillow 2.0. See, we launched it here on your show. It is absolutely um, the most amazing pillow you'll ever sleep on. The best pillow. I didn't think my pillow could get me better, but it took it to a level. I've been sleeping on unbelievable. I've been sleeping on it for two months. And everyone that's got it now is going, wow, this is it. It brings it sleep to a whole new level. Your audience got first, uh, was the first that could get it. Uh, we have, we, um, um, you can, so buy one, get one free using promo code War Room. I put a square up. You have your square up there, Steve. And, and uh, we can use all the support we can get. But now you get the best sleep ever while supporting everything that's going on out here. And uh, my employees thank each and every one of the War Room posse that, uh, that uh, um, has, uh, you know, helped us out by buying the best products in history and the best pillow ever slept on. 
MyPillow 2.0, uh, go to MyPillow.com uh, slash War Room. You get to our square, you get all of it. You get a buy one, get one free for the War Room posse. Mike, we look forward to having you back on. Amazing, uh, amazing hit last night with Jimmy Kimmel. Very, very powerful. Thank thanks. you so much. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me on. I tell you, we're going to get... We're going to try to play that in its entirety because it's quite moving. See the opening uh, monologue plus what uh, Mike did uh, to get the word out. Tomorrow in uh, Canada, Christianity's on trial. Not just freedom of speech, but let's be blunt. Christianity's on trial. Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky, who we've had on many times before with his trials and tribulations. Uh, Pastor, tell us what happens tomorrow in, in Calgary. Thank you so much for having me on your show again. It's always a, a privilege and a pleasure. Uh, tomorrow is trial of the century, and I'm not kidding you. Tomorrow, uh, not Arthur Pulaski, a little pastor from Calgary, Alberta, is on trial, but Canada is on trial. The Crown Prosecutor is not calling witnesses anymore. The Crown Prosecutor says that my sermon to the truckers during the truck convoy is criminal in nature. What did I say at the border of Montana and Alberta in Kutz? I told Canadians to stand up for their rights, to do it peacefully, to do it solidarity style, no guns, no swords, but to stand up for our rights. Well, the Crown Prosecutor with RCMP, it's like your FBI, decided that this kind of talk is criminal. So tomorrow, the 2nd of February, I uh, have to appear before the judge. It's a grand finale of my over 100 court cases, 16 arrests, and 340 citations. I am the first and the only Canadian ever to be charged um, uh, under the interfering of the uh, crucial uh, infrastructure under the Defense Act, like terrorism. I have also been charged with mischief over 5,000, which has 10 years of imprisonment and a breach of probation. So I was arrested outside of my house by RCMP, detectives, undercover police, SWAT team, and uniformed Calgary police. Interrogated for hours, stripped naked, put in solitary confinement for 45 days, metal cages. They would drag me from my cell. They would put me to a concrete cell, no water, no washrooms. Then they would uh, lock me up hundreds of miles away without the knowledge of my family and my lawyers in a max spot. Max spot is a prison for the most dangerous offenders in the province of Alberta. And then, as you know, they took me to a psych ward without the evaluation of the doctors, without the knowledge of Alberta Health Services. Everything they have done to me is criminal is against the law, against the Criminal Code of Canada, against the Constitution, against the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and tomorrow is the great showdown, uh, showtime. So all the media are coming. Uh, if I lose, Canada has lost freedom of expression and freedom of speech, and Canada will no longer be a country where freedom of religion is protected. I just want to make sure this is, uh, I got this correct and the audience got this correct, because we're going to be covering this extensively. The the powerful sermon you gave to the truckers on the Alberta Montana border, they're saying that that is criminal speech. That that is basically what they're going to show tomorrow, as your your crimes are embodied in that in that in that sermon, sir. That's right. The crown prosecutor with the premier of Alberta stated publicly that I was inciting people to commit commit acts of violence. Uh, here's what I learned, uh, which is quite fascinating. The crown prosecutor tomorrow is going to. Uh, try to uh, persuade the judge that the solidarity movement that I, of course, watched and I was referring to 
uh, was a violent movement. I mean, the whole government in Poland is the government from that era, a solidarity era. And I'm telling you, I saw it with my own eyes. The solidarity movement was a peaceful non-compliance, like your civil rights movement in the United States. So it's going to be a gong show. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. They're pushing and pushing and pushing. And more and more, I'm feeling like I am once again uh, living behind the Iron Curtain in China. Uh Arthur, Pastor, we're going to get back to you just real quickly. We only got like 30 seconds. Do you intend to back down at all in your preaching of the word of the living Christ, sir? Never, never, never. Jesus went all the way to the cross. People were martyred, murdered. I saw people being shot, tanks on the streets when I was growing up. You see, good people don't bow before evil. Lions do not bow before the hyenas. Uh, Arthur, Pavlosi, real quickly, social media, how do they get you, Pastor? www.streetchurch.ca streetchurch.ca We will push this out everywhere. Another patriot and hero. And another person prosecuted and persecuted for lived Christianity. We'll be back at 5 o'clock. Charlie Kirk takes up right now on Real America's Voice. The Charlie Kirk Show will be back from 5 to 7. And we will be on fire. See you then. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.